One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. Hello, hello, hello. Are you ready? Are you ready? And now it's time for FinCast. Boom, shakalaka. Wide receiver and fan favorite Brian Finneran is talking Dirty Bird football. Powered by Scana Energy, the official natural gas partner of the Atlanta Falcons. Looking for Finneran who leaps into the air, a touchdown. FinCast starts now. All right, Falcons fans, week two of the season, and your Dirty Birds are 2-0, and and you are listening to FinCast, brought to you by Scan Energy, alongside the one and only Brian Finneran. Mm-hmm. There are actually two of us that I'm aware of. I got a mm-hmm. note on um, Facebook. There's a Finneran clan type deal. I'm okay. Tyler Nelson. Hi, Thank Tyler. You. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. No, go back to your thing, though. That's cool. What was that? Um, I got an alert clan? on my Facebook that there's a birthday for Brian Finneran. So there's another Brian Finneran out there somewhere. Uh, uh, well, it's the first name, I hate to tell you, is not terribly rare. Brian is. Okay, there's a few you. of those. And Finneran, well, I don't know a ton of them. Right. It's a, you know, it's Irishy, Scottishy sounding last name. It's Irish. Ryan is Scottish. It's, I know. Irish. <laughs> um, but like, wait, you got to like your friends with one, and it. So Facebook told you. Yeah, Facebook. Uh, this guy on Facebook who's reached, tried to reach out to every Finneran in the world, and <laughs> trying to get them all together on this on this Facebook <laughs> kind of group. So I just said, okay, I'll I'll, I'll bite. How so, many of them are in Ireland? Uh, I don't know. There's actually <laughs> there's a picture of my. My mom or dad had from years ago is a store called Finneran and Sons in Ireland that I may have to go try cool. to find next time I'm out. What does it sell? Shoes or Lucky Charms? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Lucky Charms. That's exactly <laughs> what they sell. Maps to the end of the rainbow. <laughs> yes. Well, man, uh, what a what an awesome weekend and great game. Uh, first of all, the dogs looked terrible in the first half of their game on Saturday, and tail of two halves there finally pu- pulled it out against South Carolina. But then Sunday, what a game the Falcons had versus the Packers. Really fun to watch and, and uh, see that game take place. I know you were in the building talking about that, yep. Tyler me Nelson. And, me and Hudson Mason were uh, in, in a, again, we were hanging out with the Scana folks and that kid's a lot of fun. He gets a lot of, he gets into a game, man. He's, he had a lot of fun. I know y'all talked about that in the locker room. No doubt. He doesn't make it ITP inside the perimeter very yeah. often. <laughs> so he got off a plane from a game he called for ESPN and yep. then Went right to the tailgate. Which was awesome, too. And uh, had a blast there and then took himself into the game all lubed up and ready to go. Yes, he had this some social lubricant flowing for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, he and his beautiful wife, Catherine, uh, his first time in the, in the stadium. For um, a Falcons game, yeah. For a Falcons game. Okay, excuse me. So I heard you all talking about that. But, yeah, it was a lot of fun watching the game with him and – he, even when <laughs> even when he's just enjoying a game, he can't turn off the analyzing and, and kind of play-by-playing this. So I was getting – I walked down the hallway for a minute. I was getting texts, bad call by Arthur. This is really <laughs> going to need to do this. <laughs> that was so, in the first half, I think, he was probably talking about, when they had the, kind of those funny, quirky-type plays. They tried to get a little cute down in the red zone. So that was going to – I was going to say my only, like, real negative thing I have to say – well, there was a bad interception by Desmond Ritter, but uh, other than that, he had a great game. And that, But that we were on, what, the one-yard line, and we went – instead of just running it three straight times, we got cute in two pass yeah. plays, one running – yeah. Listen, again, and that's the thing where you try to, try to ha- you have to try to be – play chess against the defensive coordinator – for the Green Bay Packers, 
and running it three times is probably what he thinks you're going to do. So you try to do something outside the norm, sure. and it just didn't work. You had the pressure. Guys were kind of running into each other, and and it was frustrating to watch. But if they tried to run it three times, it got stuffed, and we would have been bitching mm-hmm. and whining about that as well. So yeah, that's true. Kicked the field goal after a 15 play drive, which is disappointing down on the one yard line. Um, but you put points on the board, and you're able to pull out this game in the end. So uh, speaking of Desmond Ritter, did not have <laughs> the passer rating that we were talking about last week, 19 for 32. But again. There's the number, 32 versus the 18 of last week. So we definitely opened it up. We had a lot more downfield shots, most of which he completed and did really well for us and I think was what we were all looking for. Then what I kept saying to Hudson as we're saying there is like, I'm really enjoying this RPO. What he, if, he, if he leans on that a little bit more, that's going to spread this defense out and they're going to have a lot more options, which is exactly what Arthur did. And then we Bijan just destroyed him. I mean, yeah. what a game for Bijan Robinson. Bijan Robinson is as advertised: nineteen carries, one hundred and twenty-four yards, a uh, handful of catches as well, four for forty-eight. So he can do it all. He can make people miss. He can run you over. He can get downfield quick, and does all the stuff that he's capable of doing. You're exactly right about Desmond Ritter. He had ten carries for thirty-nine yards, and obviously the touchdown run as well. Mm-hmm. To really see strong him touchdown run too. Open it up like that, and. Now you got another little piece of the offense you can play with a little bit if you want to. Yeah, it's another wrinkle for the defense to have to consider. And maybe not we're going to do it enough that they have a spy the whole time, but it, it certainly gives us options. I think we so. cannot go much further without mentioning the defense and what they've done in the fourth quarter yep. of games so far against Carolina. Shut them out in the fourth quarter and did the same thing to the Green Bay Packers, who scored 14 points, two touchdowns in the third quarter, and you shut them down in the fourth quarter. You're able to come back and. And win that thing 25-24. And we had one sack at the beginning, and it was Caden Ellis. That was a really pretty impressive sack. But, I, I, I man, who, who is he? Where did he come from? Caden Ellis. We yeah. got him in free agency we from free the agency. New Orleans Saints. Okay. Um, really good end of the season last year, thrown into the into the lineup. I think he had six and a half or seven sacks in the last nine games for the Saints last year. Underneath Ryan Nielsen, okay. who was the mm-hmm. defense coordinator right. there. Right. Now is our defensive coordinator. Uh, and the sack that he had was kind of a blitz move and came right up the middle and was able to finish off the drill. So do you think the fact that we didn't have more was more of a Green Bay has a good uh, defense, uh, good offensive line or more that we just didn't really put enough st- pressure on it or we didn't we didn't try well, to attack him more? Or what, what was the... We still are missing. We still don't have that guy. We don't have Micah Parsons. We don't have Aiden Hutchinson. Mm-hmm. Guy we'll see this week in, in Detroit with the Lions. Mm-hmm. We don't have that uh, defensive line edge rusher killer that's going to have 15 sacks and and disrupt everything. So we're still lacking in that regard. We have a better unit altogether Mm -hmm. when you put them all together as as a lump sum. But we still don't have that one guy, I don't think, that can really do it on his own consistently, get after the quarterback, get sacks. and So that will continue to be an interesting thing as we watch it kind of play itself out. Who wants to become something that looks a little bit like that. I don't know if he's on this roster yet, and I don't know yeah. if he won't be till next year. So at 24 points allowed, how do you think that – would you give the defense an overall grade for the game? Oh, I thought they did really well. A couple quarters, they gave up 10 in the second and 14 in the third, and outside nothing of that, the fo- they shut the them down. So I think they're good. They're opportunistic. I, I, A.J. Terrell had an interception he just dropped, yep. but he also had a beautiful actually, play. Actually, so as I remember that, though, you're you're not wrong, but I, I – th- I, if I recall correctly, the defender, I mean, excuse me, the, the receiver. wide receiver actually came back and kind of batted it out through. So what looked like, if as I remember, so I could be wrong, mm-hmm. but as I remember, it, it was like, an, oh, man, you had it. The guy actually got his hand in there yeah. when they replayed it up on the screen. You so, got to make those plays. And thank God DVs don't because Desmond Ritter threw two balls that should have been intercepted Ooh, as well that were just blatantly dropped. In the, in the chest, yeah. But, so you, you win some and you lose some. And... Um, 
The defense overall, I think, has been really good so far. Okay, so I'm happy with them. Last week, I asked you if we win, what went right, and it kind of was a different kind of thing. But overall, just was a team that I just looked like. No, no, we refuse to lose this game. We are going to grind this out and get this sucker done. Is that what you saw? Uh, yes, you opened it up a little bit more, like you said, with Desmond, 32 pass attempts. Last week, two weeks ago, we had 44 or some total plays. Mm-hmm. This week, we had like 78. Mm-hmm. It's a totally different ball game, and they're able to do it two different ways. You grind it out with the 44 plays. You take advantage of as much as you can. You score 24 points with 44 plays. This week, you scored 25 with 70-some plays. So you did a little bit different. The run game was ridiculous yep. between Tyler Algier and Bijan Robinson. As home team calls him in the locker room, biscuits and gravy. Um, <laughs> and you throw Desmond Ritter's 10 carries in there. He had 45 carries for 211 yards rushing and a touchdown. It's just, it's tough to stop that. And it's really demoralizing for a defense when your offense, like the Falcons, is running it down their throat. And the one thing I'll also add to that is the touchdown that Mac Hollins got called back, which was, yes. oh my God. The explanation for this was, yeah, he had two toes in, but because in a continuous motion, his heel then later landed out of bounds, no touchdown. What the fuck? I mean, <laughs> like, I have no, I've that, never. I've seen that rule bite another team a couple years ago, and it's always been in place. Like, if you catch a ball going forward and you drag your toes and they both slide out of bounds after they're inbounds, yeah. it's a catch. If you catch a ball like Matt Collins did on the back of the end, end zone line and your toes touch first and then your heels come down behind it, it doesn't count as a catch because it's a continual motion. It's so asinine to me. It just makes no sense. Like, if you if you don't have an opportunity for your heel to catch, fine, we'll give it to you. If you do, better be all in bounds. I'm being picky, but when you're in that position like Matt Collins, Matt Collins was – you have to attack the football a little bit more. It was tough because he was backpedaling a little bit and jumping up in the air. It was he did a, great a nice catch. job catching it and trying to get his feet in. I mean, it's a game of inches, and that's always been that way. And it's just if like, he just hops with two toes yeah. down, two sets of toes down, and falls out of bounds, it's a catch. But when you hit your toes, your heel falls on it, it's out of bounds. Which is an inconsistent idea to I me. Don't it's know. Because, like, in a certain sense, you never even have to be in the end zone as long as the ball crosses the plane, right? That diving ball across the, you know, yeah, but you're already the in the field of play with two feet. Sure, again, but like it's it just there's this it seems like in a certain sense almost a moving target. Like I I don't I just don't like it. I, it very rarely does it happen. It's got to be a bang bang situation. It's got to be in the end zone or on the sideline. And we know it as receivers. You understand that rule. You you should uh, you should know it and try to do everything you can to either tap both toes and get your feet off the ground or twist your body. or It's it's a hard deal to pull off. You're saying that yes. wide receivers know that the that heel thing, the way it was called. 100%. You, okay. ha- you better know that. Did you ever have a touchdown called off? No, I don't. I tap, tap. <laughs> <laughs> tap, tap. You never had any of any of any kind called off? Like, um, like you were sure it was a touchdown that they were like, no, for any reason? I didn't have a, uh, that many. I think I had 19 touchdowns in my career. And, uh, I think so. And um, Hold on. That's, not, that's 20, more than a couple, man. That's, and, uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, none of them were controversial. Uh, some were super close where I did. I remember one in New Orleans, a fade route where I twisted my body, caught it, one foot hit, and I had to tap my other toe before I fell out of bounds. So I've done that, but I've never had the heel situation to come up and play. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, good game overall. Any points of improvement you want to see, for, regardless of for, for like who we're playing next week, which is the Detroit Lions, we'll get to that next. But what's the what's the thing? Okay, good game, Falcons. However, here's what I want to see you change. The Finneran notes. Yeah. From I the think film. I'd love to see Kyle Pitts get more involved. Yep. I think you got to be more efficient in the red zone. 
We need as many touchdowns, touchdowns as we can get, not as many field goals. Defensively, gosh, I thought they played really well. Uh, again, defensively, it's just more about sacking the quarterback, get mm-hmm. him on the ground a little bit more. But overall, I thought it was a really great team effort and uh, very satisfied with the victory. You're 2-0, and man. You haven't been 2-0 and in a long, and, long time. Yeah, what, what was it, 20 years, something like that? What is it? No, what we were 3-0 and in 2017 at one point after the uh, Super Bowl run. Uh-huh. And, uh so it's where been, was it that recently i thought it was the, yeah okay yeah it has been what about offense offensively just be more effective in the red zone try to score more touchdowns i'd like to see the passing game open up more like we don't mm-hmm. have we have one deep pass that i can recall uh you have two on the season i think kyle pitts had a really nice catch in week one where he went over two guys and made a play and then this week matt collins matt collins with the flea flicker where he had to kind of yeah. trick him a little bit and get him behind the defense and he came back and made a nice play on top of the defender so couple more deep shots would be something that I would think about doing, whether that's Bajan on a wheel route or Kyle Pitts on a straight go or corner route. A couple more plays down the field where you take a shot with your with your studs, guys that you've drafted in the top ten the last three years. Mm-hmm. Okay, so moving on to this coming weekend. Mm-hmm. We are at the Lions in Detroit. I don't know enough about the Lions because why would I? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about Jared Goff and the Detroit Lions. Jared Goff is sneaky good football player. He's efficient with the football. He will um, dink and dunk a little bit, but also take some chances. He has a humongous offensive line. The center, I think, is 6'5", 310. Uh, got a couple 6'7", 320, 6'6", 330 type football players uh, on that offensive line to protect him and do the stuff that they're doing. I think Jared Goff is playing out of his mind. 71% completion percentage so far on the season. Uh, four touchdowns and one interception. They got some injuries they've got to be concerned about. David Montgomery's got a thigh bruise. That's their running back, right? Yep, their stud running back. A lot of people picked high in fantasy football. Uh, and then some defenders and an offensive lineman that's banged up as well. So you can't apologize for beating teams because they're hurt. That's not our fault. we right. got to beat the team that's on the field that yep. we're playing. Green Bay was really hurt. David Bakhtiari was out, one of their stud linemen. Mm-hmm. Christian Watson was out, and Aaron Jones was out. So they got three yeah. dudes last week were out. They're going to have another three or four this week that are out. So what does Arthur Smith have to do is take advantage of those opportunities that, that are thrown at you and go after those guys that are second and third stringers. Right. I used to lick my chops when I got to go get in the slot or out wide and I could see a third string DB yeah. lining up there. Yeah. Maybe it's a little guy, whatever it might be. You have to beat those guys one-on-one, and usually the the starters that we have can do that. You said they had defensive end that was out? Yeah, they got a couple guys that are banged up. Kirby Joseph is a safety that's banged up. They have James Houston broke, fractured a bone in his leg, I think. So Eesh. he's going to be out. He's another outside linebacker. So they have definitely some injuries. C.J. Gardner-Johnson, their stud free agent pickup this offseason at safety, is out with a pectoral injury. So, so there's some see, holes that we could take advantage of. There's no question there's some holes you have to look at and try to take advantage of. Absolutely. Right. So when do you even know when, when was the last time we played in Detroit? I think it was 2017. The Falcons the had year. a flyaway. We got invited to go on that and schmooze it up with some um, corporate people. We got to go do that and be in there. And we won on a last-second fluky-type deal, like 30-26. Detroit thought they scored a touchdown in the last second, uh, but he was tagged down right at the goal line before he entered the the uh, the goal line and got in the end zone, and uh, we ended up winning on the last-second play. Okay, so the Falcons are three-and-a-half-point underdogs in Detroit. What do you make of that? And do you think Detroit overall, all things being equal, is is Detroit a better team? The Falcons, they're one and one. We're two mm-hmm. and zero. Oh. They got some nice players. They have some studs. Amon Ross St. Brown uh, is one of their receivers that's highly touted. 
Had an unbelievable season last year. The quarterback's playing really well in Jared Goff. Uh, Jameer Gibbs, Georgia Tech, mm-hmm. Alabama product, is going to take the brunt of the runs now okay. because David Montgomery might be out or a little bit limited. Montgomery's a great player. They got Aiden Hutchinson on the defensive side of the ball. Okay. Uh, they're banged up in the back end. So As we talked about. So Protect. If you can keep double-team Aiden Hutchinson mm-hmm. a lot, keep him off your quarterback, you got a chance to just continue to do what you're doing, run the football effectively, and then don't be surprised if Arthur Smith decides – to show you a few more things this early in the season where we, that we haven't seen yet. Maybe it's L- little deep RPO passes, RPO. That hasn't not been something that he was planning on really doing with Desmond Ritter. He did a lot with Mariota, but when you see 10 for 39, 10 carries, 39 yards. It was yards, effective. Yeah, and no question. So it's in the back of the defenders' minds now. All right, so what do you think happens? I think the Falcons will go up there and eke one out. I think it'll be a close game. Hell yeah. Detroit's a grinded out, feisty. <laughs> They've kind of taken yeah. on that MO of their coach, Dan Campbell. Uh-huh. Who um, the infamous bite their kneecaps uh, comment when he first took over in Detroit? They kind of play like what? he talks. Hold on, what? When he was introduced bite to the, the media, uh-huh. he was describing how his team, the football team, was going to play football. Okay. And I don't know all the stuff he said, but if we're going to play to the whistle. We're going to do this. We're going to be hard nosed. We're going to do that. We're going to come down to it. If we have to. We'll bite your kneecaps. <laughs> and everybody was like, "What the hell did he just say?" So that's been a sound hard to do the face mask on. <laughs> it is. You're exactly right. So hopefully, no kneecaps get bitten. And the Falcons come away. Let's say we're hovering right around that 24, 25 point range. Maybe we get a little bit more action with the way they're beat up. Maybe 28, 28, 24 victory, something like that for the Atlanta Falcons this week. All right. I like it. 28, 24. You heard it right from the Finn's mouth. All right, Falcons fans, this has been FinCast brought to you by our good friends at Scana Energy. And uh, I guess we'll see next week. And another, hopefully, will be coming back to you with a 3 0 record. Boy, oh boy, would that be sweet. And then they will never lose again, ever after that. <laughs> Rise up. <laughs> All right. Thank you for tuning in to FinCast, brought to you by Scana Energy, the official natural gas partner of the Atlanta Falcons. FinCast is hosted by Brian Finneran, co-hosted and executive produced by Tyler Nelson. If you'd like to reach out to the show, email Tyler at tyler at 68thefan.com. FinCast is hosted by 68thefan on thepodcastpark.com and is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Opening and closing music by Atlanta band Gringo Star and their song, I Will Not Follow. Thanks for tuning in to FinCast. We'll see you next week. Appreciate you, dog.
Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Is there chaos in your closet? Look, Blouse, you've got some nerve hanging there like that. I can't help it. I'm jammed in here next to this suit. Hey, I'm a three-piece, all right, which means I need a little more room. You've got a lot of attitude for a linen suit. I'm a polyester blend, sweetheart, and there needs to be room for men's clothes, too. Hi, I'm Christina, and in Artisan Custom Closets, we help families organize and simplify their closets with customized storage solutions. See what's possible for your home at artisancustomcloset.com and then call us for a free in-home consultation. 